You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck QL. I'm going to go Purdue minus 12 and a half against Rutgers. Purdue's so good, and Rutgers got slapped by Illinois by 35. Rutgers is not good, and Purdue is the number one team in the country. Are you sure about that? Three seconds, no timeouts. Harper for the win. Welcome on in. Beck UL Daily presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Friday morning, a football Friday. But we we had to start with that because uh, yesterday during Lightning Bets, uh, Jake was on the Purdue Boilermakers, I believe a 12-point favorite on the road against Rutgers. Uh, they did not cover. They, they lost at a, on a buzzer beater by Ron Harper the third or junior, whatever he is. But Ron Harper's kid hits a <laughs> whatever shot. Whatever he is. <laughs> His name? It's is just junior. a junior. Junior. Ron Harper what Jr. Whatever. Hits the, the shot. Fourth. What, fifth, sixth, whatever. The night. Ron Harper hits the shot. Rutgers wins. Uh, biggest upset of the college basketball season so far. Jake, uh, you know, it happens. It happens. Listen, Any response? I've, I've long said if you can't make fun of yourself, then, you know, what are you doing? But it, it's weird because, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sad I lost the bet, but also – like selfishly for Illinois basketball purposes, that's great. Like I'm, I'm also happy in, in that sense. So it's kind of a a lose. But why a win. do you think Illinois is going to catch Purdue? No, Joe. But can I just? You know what? Just come on. Can you just once? Just once. Let me have a shred, a crumb of happiness, of hope. Just a shred. No, I'm just honestly though. How is it positive? What's the positive spin? Because you just don't like them. Yeah, and I mean like just. Rankings wise, like it makes it easier for Illinois to make a jump. If they beat Arizona tomorrow, like they jump higher, and then as far as Big Ten standings as well. No, they they don't jump Purdue. Just can you? (laughs) You really, you're ruining my Friday, and it's been two minutes. It's been two minutes. Listen, the guy's just trying to spin a loss into a win. We all do it once in a while. So, yes, number one goes down in college basketball. Ron Harper Jr., his name, as everyone knows, hit the shot to win the game. Here's what we need to do. Didn't we have the same conversation one week ago about Duke? Was it last week when they were upset? Yeah. As, as soon as I started seeing everybody, and this was after Jake, just everybody on social media who usually doesn't have an opinion on college basketball, they're like, oh, Purdue's going to kill them. Purdue's going to kill them tonight. I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. It just became everybody's pumping them up. It, it seems to happen. So next week, be on the lookout. Whichever team is number one, the game they're not supposed to lose at all. They're feeling themselves. I just put a little something on the on the dog money line. Yeah, I'm gonna do that next week. All right. So last night, college basketball number one goes down, and of course Thursday night football. Let's hear it. Last play of the game, the Steelers come all the way back, a chance to tie it, and it just falls short. From the 12, they put a second back on the clock. Last play, barring a defensive foul. End zone, Firemouth, incomplete. Vikings win it. The two safeties, Smith and Woods, combined to deliver the hit and deny Pat Firemouth his second touchdown of the game. 
And this ends an eight-point final, 36-28. Vikings win. They cover. The number flies over the total. I mean, just f flew over the total. I mean, the Vikings almost got there by themselves. But the story of the game, guys, it's not so much how the Vikings won. It's that it's always a heart attack with the Vikings. Like, they're... Aaron, they were blowing the doors off the Steelers last night. That was like, all right, turn it off, go to bed, and then the Steelers score. And then they score again. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to keep watching now. That game was, I mean, it went down to the last play. They were dominating. Yeah, Charge seemed down on his team like when we talked to him. Now I know why. It's like they're contractually obligated to play <laughs> in close games. It's terrible. Yep. It's. I mean, if you went to bed and turned that game off, and then found out what had happened. I mean, if you're a Vikings fan, you probably weren't shocked. <laughs> Did you guys stay with it all the way? So I went away, and then I came back. I went Same. away. I, I left the room, Third and then quarter. I looked at my, yeah, I looked at my phone. I was like, all right, I, I'm going to go back and watch and the fourth quarter. I was thinking so much for our over bet. Did We ended up going with the over, right, which hit, but it yes. was looking terrible in <laughs> the beginning. I was, I was just sitting there like I'm watching paint dry, like, this is just a riveting game. Yeah, yeah you figured the Steelers weren't going to do their part. So I took uh, the melatonin a little bit too early, and I <laughs> and I passed out during that final drive. And then I, I'm, I'm woken up by Terry Bradshaw saying nothing in his trench coat when he's standing there, you know, just like every single week. God, how many millions of dollars that guy get paid to say nothing? Ever hear of oh, a radio interview? He's a lot. horrendous. Yes. He is so bad. Like Terry's everybody well paid. Pay, it's like everybody they, they pay at Fox is just terrible at their job. But anyways, um, we, we should have had the guts. I don't know if – I know some people did. But just knowing this Vikings team, live betting opportunities, man. It's like did you have the balls when it was 29 nothing? You know how it's going to end. Is, is it? Are we up to ten now? Ten games that have uh, gone down to the final play for the Vikings. Twelve of their thirteen games are one-score games. So I did kind of. I did tweet it. I'm like, wait, we might actually have a Vikings game that doesn't come down yeah. to the final play when it was twenty-nine nothing early in the third quarter. And of course, it ends up. Uh, it ends up going that way. And but this Vikings defense, once again. You can't trust them. No. Okay, the coin flip went their way at the very end, and Fryermuth dropped the ball. Last week against the Lions, they didn't drop the ball, and they end up losing the game. How do you let Deontay Johnson get out of bounds with two seconds left to give them that other opportunity? Their defense at the end of games is a joke. That alone should be a reason that Mike Zimmer should be fired this morning. I don't care that they won the game and that they're now, what, 6-7 and seven on the season, sort of in that playoff race in the yep. NFC, I'd still fire his ass on this long week. Well, You know what also annoyed me is the Mike Zimmer quote, another fun night, we kept the TV ratings up every fun. week we do it. What are you talking about? You, Your team almost blew the game. You should be upset, even though you won, that they even let the Steelers come back. I was like, wow, you're calling this a fun night? What an idiot. That's a coping joking, mechanism. Right? Yeah, that's a, I he's think it's joking. a coping mechanism. He wants to cry. Like, he, he wants to cry and scream, and he doesn't know what to say anymore. It's every week. You're right, Joe. Their defense can't be trusted. They still have games against the Rams and the Packers. I mean, if, if they play well, and in the beginning of that game, you saw why they're good, right? You saw why they should be good. They're, I mean, Dalvin Cook comes back, boom, 200 yards. Wow. Nobody, nobody could cover Justin Jefferson. Like, 
if not for him and Cousins being this off a couple times, he, mm-hmm. I mean, he's got over 150 yards. Like, they have talent. At the beginning of the game, they're rushing Roethlisberger, hitting him left and right. And then it's just like, it just falls apart. They're a weird team. They really are. They're not bad, but they're not good either. How did Jefferson over seven and a half receptions not hit? I believe he had six know. in the first half. Yep. <laughs> You've got to go to them. And you could see it. You could see it at the start of the second half. It's just so Zimmer. We're going to run the ball. We're, oh, we got Cook. We're just going to run the clock. No, you guys got to run your offense. There is way too much time left out there. I will say this. Even though Pittsburgh did lose six and six and one on the season, uh, maybe they're out of the playoff race. Maybe they're not. I, uh, You know, we said – Loser leaves town, and I still believe that with the schedule they have to face. While it may stand out that Ben looks completely washed, I was surprised at the amount of dimes he threw. Yeah. Like, there were there were a couple touchdowns. I was like, wow. Like, that pass to Fryerbooth, which should have been a touchdown at the very end, that was a dime last play of the game. I mean, we, we call out Ben when he's horrendous, and he ends up taking five sacks against that Vikings pressure, and that's worth pointing out. But there, was, there were some flashes, some flashes. I'm not saying he should play anymore, but but I was surprised at times at, at how he looked with a couple of his throws. I thought the Najee Harris over 18 and a half rushes was dead when the Steelers were down by five, four scores just due to game script. And uh, somehow he ended up getting over. Second half, he looked strong, man. He looked really good. He did. And the Steelers' schedule is brutal. Like, you can make a case yeah. last night was their easiest game left on the schedule. They still have the Chiefs, the Titans. Uh, the Ravens, the Browns. Like, they still have a lot of difficult football left ahead of them. I do think that last night is is basically the end of their playoff chances. But they, look, they, they fought, right? They got back in that game. They're not dead yet. Let's hear from Mike Zimmer. He was talking about a tale of two halves last night. It certainly was that. Okay, another fun night. <laughs> um, that team that played in the first half for us was pretty darn good and I think could probably beat anybody. The team that played in the second half probably could get beat by anybody. So, you know, there was a lot of really, really good things in the first half. We ran the ball. I thought Cook was outstanding. Our offensive line opened up a lot of holes defensively. You know, we were getting after the quarterback and playing good in coverage. And then the second half, you know, we, you know, we were up by 26 or something or 29 and we throw an interception on the first play of the drive. You know, and then I think we get two turnovers and end up kicking two field goals to start of the second half, which, you know, we got the ball down in there and we probably could have put them away. You know, we fought like crazy, like we always do. Uh, the crowd was outstanding tonight. I know Pittsburgh travels really well with their fans. And we kept the TV ratings up too, so that's good. Every week, now we do it. There it is there, and the, the TV ratings. One thing I thought was dead for me early in that game, so yesterday I teased the Steelers up to nine, and I teased the, the Titans down to two and a half against the Jaguars. And early in that game, I'm like, oh, geez. This is a blowout yeah. spot. Steelers aren't oh. going to cover. And then they they did it. They covered the night. So I feel good about that one. Uh, what about was, Cousins? He's good. <laughs> worst game of the year. Had to be, right? He's 14 to 31. Two picks. Two, two picks. Uh, yeah. Quarterback rating under of the yards. Oh, yeah. brother. Yeah. This guy stinks. I know he didn't have feeling. And that's a, that's a part of it, but. Yeah. He had a poor game. By his, I mean, he had three picks all year. He had two last night. That's, that's hey, bad. one in prime time, right? Aaron, you mentioned the the pick prop for uh, the interception prop for Cousins. He had two last night. I know my guy. I covered him for <laughs> <laughs> my guy. <laughs> oh man, how how angry uh, did did Watt look like on the sideline when he had to leave the game? He, he was just, upset. 
I mean, that defense early on is like, God, are you kidding me? These these clowns. What is that? I but, mean, you see it every time when he's not out there. They are a completely different team. Oh, they're which, terrible. Which I guess would would give some support to the argument uh, earlier this week, even though I think it's kind of silly uh, that people were making about throwing him out there for the MVP. Yeah, but that's dead now. I mean, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it's yeah. dead. But it I'm just saying. Before. No, you're right. He, He's probably going to win Defensive Player of the Year. You see it. Like, one of 11 guys on defense, you're not touching the ball. It's amazing the impact that he has. Mm -hmm. You think he is? You think that's still locked in? Well, he's hurt now, but he's hurt. Yeah, that's... I mean, it's a groin injury. We'll like, that's not exactly a broken nail like that. We'll see what – he's got a week and a half to play. How many games is he going to miss? We'll see what Garrett does because he hasn't done a lot in a long time. Like, he's had one big game this year. You take away that Bears game, look at his numbers. He doesn't have any forced fumbles. Watt has four. Um, Watt has more sacks. So, you know, I, I threw a forty to one on my on uh, Micah Parsons last week. Just threw it that, out there. I wonder if that's. I mean, that could be the. It's still thirty-five to one. I looked last night, and like I don't know about defensive player of the year. I think that's a tougher market. But sure. sacks leader, if you eliminate Watt, I mean, he's okay. he's four up, and then all. So he's two go up to on this Garrett. Again? <laughs> Nick what? Nick Bosa is ten to one right now. He's two back of Garrett, and he's. I bet got... on him for Defensive Player of the Year before the season. Right. Bosa, or Garrett? Think... Bosa. I think that's that's probably not going to happen. But he's rounding in the form. Yeah. They've got the Bengals, the Falcons, the Titans, the Texans, and the Rams. And so Bengals, Falcons, Titans are all twentieth or worse in pass block win rate, and they're all bottom half of the league in adjusted sack rate. Like there's there's an opportunity for him to start racking up some sacks. But again, I'm eliminating Watt from the, from the equation. Yeah. Well, right. If he's, if he's hurt I mean, and you're right, a groin is difficult for you. At, at that position, you got to get pushed off. It's just, that's a, it's an impossible injury unless you're fully healthy there. So that part of it too came out last night, the defensive player of the year stuff, the sack leader stuff could be impacted. One last thing on the game. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have to tell everyone what we're going to be doing later in the show. Cause it's exciting. Something we're doing with FanDuel later in the show, but, did you see the play last drive where Chase Claypool caught the ball for the first down? Aaron, you saw it. You're nodding along. He, he caught the ball. He, like, poses, and he's all excited. He's wasting seconds. They, they might have had one more play if that moron doesn't just get up. Why, why do players do this? Aaron, I just brought crazy. that up in our chat. Like, that was so annoying that he did that. And especially on a Mike Tomlin team where things are supposed to be not so much fun. <laughs> you know, he wants his team buttoned up. That was just ridiculous. Did, um, B. Dunn says clown move. He's a schmuck. <laughs> did you see uh, Tomlin was asked about benching Claypool uh, during the game in the post game? No, I didn't see that. Yeah. He, he, he said, did, did you bench Claypool? It's like, yes, I did. <laughs> I benched Claypool. <laughs> and it's like, was the message received? How are you going to handle this moving forward? Undecided. So he might be sitting some of the next game. He should be. I love I love Mike Tom because he doesn't mess around. This goes I back to the music too. earlier in the week. Yes, it is. He's intense. Yes. No, that guy, that guy doesn't mess around. There All right, we get no back. Fun. We will dive into NFL all the games. And we'll tell you what we're doing later in the show with FanDuel and a same game parlay. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks with BeckQL Daily presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.